All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. Welcome, everybody, back to the Infinite Fringe. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid. And you know, you know we had to do it. I know I've been inconsistent, and I say that every time I put out an episode, but I just don't have the time. But QAnon is back. So if Q is back, that means uh, I have to be back. You know, my, I, I plan to do Billy Ray Anon. I forgot what, what, the, what the name of it. It was a really cool name that I had, and I was just going to put out random posts on Twitter. And it was see. Bianon. It was Bianon. It was not Bianon. It was something a lot better than that. Bianon sounds like, uh, I don't know, a Golden Girls thing, like B. Arthur or something. No, it, it wasn't Bianon. Um, but it was something very cool. Golden Girls is a great show. It is a fantastic <laughs> it's a show. fantastic show. So I love asked. watching the Golden Girls. Yeah. We could talk about that in relation okay. to QAnon. I'm sure we can link it. But um, but yeah, man, so so Q is back all of a sudden, and uh, the January 6th hearings, you know, are, are causing uh, more division than anything else. It probably, it probably nothing will happen, right? I, I don't I don't think uh, Mr. Trump uh, will go to jail or anything close to that, but hey, I could be very wrong. I, I, uh, I have a panel of, of, uh, of, of very, very intelligent individuals here to help me out with this nonsense that's going on. But we got to talk Q and we got to talk January 6th. John Brissom is here. You guys know him, uh, the Patriot Street Fighter. Jacques Brisson, what's going on? Doing well, Billy. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. What are you thinking? What's going on? Uh, well, I mean, the QAnon operation is continuing, obviously, Damn. so we have that going for us. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, uh, yay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I, you and I did a stream. I posted it on my channel uh, and had a discussion about it. Uh, you and I did a stream when uh, Q uh, showed up uh, on uh, John McAfee's Instagram after his death, right? They posted the 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 the, the uh, giant Q showed up, and we and we did a right, show right, right, saying yes. that this was going to happen yeah, yeah, last yeah. year. Go back and look. I mean, it's and not sure exactly enough, brain surgery, right? Well, like, of course not. On. But still, right. we did at least say it was going to happen. My and, guy, and sure enough, it happened. So my guy George from CavDev.org making his triumphant return to the Infinite Fringe. <laughs> George, it's been a while. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I mean, honestly, the whole Q thing, you know, I had a feeling even, you know, as the Trump administration was coming to a close, you know, that this shit would not be ending. I mean, <laughs> it's basically designed to be an unfalsifiable thing. You know, every instance where it, the predictions don't come true is just a instance of, you know, misdirection that's necessary for the real operation to complete, you know, no matter how many times it you know, was disproven, all the true believers kept on, kept in line with it all. So, I mean, why shouldn't it last even after Trump's 
been defeated after they failed to stop the steal. You know, why shouldn't this go on as long as they can keep milking it? And it seems like that's exactly what's going on. I agree, man. I I want to talk to you about about election fraud. Also, I I haven't had a chance to do that. That's how long it's been since we've actually talked. Um, But but I I want to discuss it with you and get your thoughts on what actually happened that day. Of course, um, we got more. We got more. It's, It's not over, ladies and gents. Now, uh, this guy, you guys know how I feel about this guy, right? And, and he doesn't he doesn't give a shit about anything. And that's why I respect him so freaking much, right? Before I came into the alternative media, I had a few people that I wanted to interview and that I wanted to talk to and that I had a certain perception of. About 98% of them did not live up to the hype. This guy absolutely did. And, uh, and, and I talked to him now on a regular basis. It's awesome. Mr. Neil Sanders is here. Your thoughts are not your own. What's up, buddy? How are you? What's I'm going on? Well, what's going on with the Q thing? I mean, it's uh, it's 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 such a, a well-designed uh, and silly thing that, that that can just draw people in. It's like it, it whoever came up with the idea really really thought about it, and and what they thought about was micro-targeting the people that basically it's aimed at. Like, there's something that, that it's 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 perfect it's like it's it's perfectly catered it's like designed specifically for um i don't mean this in an offensive way but a certain type of people people that have certain belief structures and certain um uh political thoughts and and you know ways of looking at the world and and Um, religious thoughts yes yes a lot but but actually it it, it's um not necessarily um though uh i I, you know obviously there are some religious people that it does appeal to because it's got that aspect but it's just got this underlying sort of it involves you in something that's good or something that on the surface seems good and um i saw a huge amount of people get swept up in it interestingly um off the back of this new um uh, Q drop. I've seen a couple of people who were re- really heavily into Q who've come out and absolutely denounced it completely, almost as if they've been burnt in the past uh, and they're really, really wanting to uh, to sort of distance themselves from it now. So we'll see what happens. Now, now, Neil, now it's like jilted lover syndrome, okay? The longer this absolutely. goes on and the more tyranny that's under Biden, the more they'll come back to Q, okay? Now let's be real here. Well, this oh. is, yeah, yeah, this is true, isn't it? Like, you know, I have seen people do that before as well. Like, uh, well, I didn't believe it was him, but uh, actually now I've seen X, Y, and Z and stuff like that. But I, I think the true course. believers are going to stick around. And then anybody who's been burnt, I don't think they'll go back. I'm, well, maybe some of them will, but, who, you know, this is complicated. Let, let's get, let's get our, our, the last member of the panel in um, making her maiden voyage here on the Infinite Fringe. It's Sebs from the Doom and Gloom podcast. What's going on? How are you? Welcome to the Infinite Fringe. Thank you for 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 doing us the honor of coming on. Your partner might come on later, which is dope. Um, but if not, we still have you, and we're grateful for it. Give us your thoughts. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you for uh, thank you for having me on. And yes, uh, Doom and Gloom, the Doom and Gloom headquarters in the, the most cynical <laughs> corner of YouTube. <laughs> if you dare, <laughs> just joking. It's not. It's not like that. But um, no, I. Uh, so the return of Q. To me, it's just kind of like it's. It's just the psyop that keeps on giving kind of thing. Where it's like you know, it's just uh, like Michael Flynn. Like I was telling you off air, like Michael Flynn is back. I mean, <laughs> online. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so um, not that he ever left, but uh, right. to me, it just. I don't know. Like you said, I, I, I agree with what most of what was said as far as like. It seems like. Um, the true believers are going to keep, you know, keep yeah. on trucking. Right. 
However, some people are going to be like, oh, I've already been burnt, so I'm not going to, you know, go back down this rabbit hole. Um, right. And then they might miss stuff as well, because, you know, if you reject everything, there are some nuggets of truth everywhere. So, right. you know, it's not good to reject everything as well. Um, and that's not me cue standing. It's just, I'm just saying, like, you can extract information from anything. But right. Um, right. a lot of it is definitely uh, constructed to kind of just take you on these, like, never-ending loops that uh, <laughs> never, you know, that never end. And um, they're kind of, but they're designed that way to just kind of um, keep you busy. It's like busy work. You know, right. like busy work that you get when you're a kid, you're like, you know, uh, fill this in. So it's kind of, it's, uh, that's kind of what it does. Um, Trace so, your name, you know, yeah, all that stuff. Exactly. So, you know, I solved the puzzle. Congratulations. Right? Exactly. What's up, Sabs? What were you saying? Oh, I was saying, um, and that's not to diss anybody that like, you know, is into that or whatever. Like I'm not coming, I'm not trying to be hateful or anything about right. it. Cause I have the same type of, you know, uh, conversation with people who support like WikiLeaks and, you know, other things like that. And right. yeah, so it's, uh, I'm not hating on them or anything or like, you know, devaluing their opinions. It's more just, I do think that the entire, um, the way that it's uh, constructed is definitely um, to keep people just um, in these like manufactured rabbit holes, essentially. Right. Um, right. And I think, and that's the, that's the sad part about it because a lot of these people are good researchers. They love to dig for shit. So it's like, damn, I wish that we could like do this in an authentic way, you know? Yeah. I, so, I want to talk yeah. about that, Sebs, you know, and, and I'm going to spread it to to the rest of the panel because. Yeah, I mean, we all for, fall for shit. Everybody has at some point, you know, but um, at, at this point, I think it goes beyond um, uh, the normal, you know, falling for shit. Yeah, I, I think it's been discredited and disproven to a point where. Most people would snap out of it, but still. There is such a large portion, even outside of the alternative media, that subscribe to these ideas. Even if they don't subscribe to QAnon or don't know what QAnon is in the essence, they still subscribe to QAnon ideas. Mm. You know, and 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 especially here in the United States, it's crazy. We're gonna see it in 2024. You know, we're we're gonna see what's gonna go down here. It's it's not gonna be a good deal. So, I mean, what what is the phenomenon? Like, what the hell is going on that people want to subscribe to this so? badly now back to michael flynn real quick i just have to bring this up we're recording this on july 1st and july 4th is on monday and i remember not too long ago john brissom you can correct me on the time i don't know if it was a year ago or two years ago when he took the oath and would dressed up in red white and blue with his entire family put it on youtube and then he says that QAnon isn't a thing, but but he goes on YouTube. I remember it was two years ago he took the oath. He took the oath. And I will suggest that we all take the oath by the end of, no. uh, of this broadcast, no. please. No. I've Stop been trying, trying to, to make do me take this the oath. For, I'm not taking the oath. I've been trying to do this for the better part of two years, and I haven't been able to take the oath. So everybody here, we're going to do it. We're going to do it together. But anyway, <laughs> all jokes aside, QAnon is back. John, read the post for me. Or the, I don't know how many has he put out, or she, or it. Oh, I, I, I'll okay. I'll put how many. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll say the the most recent Q posts, um, and then um, I think later we should have a discussion of who do we think is a part of the QAnon operation. I think that would be a good idea too, as well. But mm -hmm. uh, so uh, the most recent posts were put out on uh, June the twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, which um, was um, also the day that Roe versus Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court. Uh, and so uh, someone uh, posted on, uh, actually, that no, was the 24th is when it happened. Sorry. 
the 25th. Uh, so, um, uh, so someone posted on the 24th, um, uh, throw us a bone cue. We've been waiting for what seemed like an eternity. What's going on? Okay. And then, um, QAnon says, uh, it had to be done this way. And then also says, shall we play a game once more? Now, of course, that reminds me of the movie War Games. You know, Mark from Houston Tonic Live has brought that up repeatedly oh, in the so. past. Uh, so, or Saw, yes, Saw too, Saw or War, you know, or either one. Um, and then, and then you also have, are you ready to serve your country again? Remember your oath. Wow, wow. And then we have a few more drops. Uh, yeah. We have uh, one of the most recent ones. Um, what is at stake? Who has control? Surprise witness. Who will be surprised? Uh, who who will who was surprised? Who will be surprised? Use your logic. Can emotions be used to influence decisions? How do you control emotion? Define plant. How do you insert a plant? Can emotions be used to insert a plant? Who is Cassidy Hutchinson? Trust the plan. Q. Now there's one more too as well. I have to bring up that was about Roe versus Wade. Find it. But I think these are all the QAnon. Drops in the modern era, uh, <laughs> modern or QAnon 2.0, uh, right. that that I know of. Uh, so off the bat, we have trust the plans back again. All right. Uh, I wonder whom we're going to be told to, told to trust this time because of all the laundry list of people that we were told to trust, nothing ever happened. Uh, Durham, a uh, bar. I mean, bar uh, is is as dirty as they come. I've done numerous shows exposing exposing William Pel Pelham Bar. Uh, and so is Mark from Isotonic Live. I mean, he's corrupt as they come. He's, I mean, he is the swamp. I mean, Barr is the swamp. So, uh, you know, trust Sessions, Jeff, Jeff Sessions, CP Jeff Sessions, uh, trust Huber. You know, so there's been these, all these people to trust and nothing's ever happened. Nothing's ever uh, come to fruition. You know, like, and, I, and maybe it will eventually, and I'll talk about that later. Uh, maybe it won't, but... Um, I wonder who's the next trust person because now we got trust to plan. We got, you know, it's do you want to play a game? Take, you know, keep your oath, you know? So it's trust, trust Trump. That, that that doesn't change. That doesn't change in my opinion. It's, it's trust. But they've Trump. never said they, well, they never said that though, if I can remember correctly offhand, as far as to trust a specific person. Right. But they don't have to, you know, well, it, true. Yeah. It's, it's already implied who, who, um, who we are supposed to trust. And I don't think it's a coincidence. Of course, it's not a freaking coincidence, right? This Cassidy Hutchinson thing happens. This is what it's like. Please, please see that this is in that this is an inside job, right? That we're doing this from. Please realize this is what they're telling you. As soon as this whole thing goes down, Cassidy Hutchinson, and boom, there goes QAnon to 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 bring this up. George, I'm coming to you. Give me your thoughts. What do you think about this? Oh, whole hold on. Billy, let me read the last one real quick. All right, read read the last one. One. I, I found it. All right. uh, who was Jane Roe? How do you control generations of a populace? Oh, 50 years of conditioning, 50 years of propaganda, 50 years of lie, peaceful protests, riots, summer of love redo. What happens when you corner an animal? Midterms, Democrat power implosion. Q. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all of them. That I know of. If anybody got any more, let me know. That's all, that's all. <laughs> it's all it was a scene. So, all right, Georgie, um, uh, what you got? Listen, man, what, why do you think, uh, what do you think of, of, of the Hutchinson testimony for one, right? And how QAnon is, is involved in it, right? She's our, it, I don't know why I said she, like QAnon is a woman. We already know it's Michael Flynn to some degree. Um, but, um, why, why are they coming out now in your, in your opinion, George, what, what do you think this is all about? 
No, I mean, it is honestly hard to say. I mean, one, obviously one perception could just be, you know, you know, this is testimony that looks damaging to Trump. And now it's, you know, being spun uh, to get a whole contingent of people to, you know, think that this is bullshit. Of course, on the other hand, you know, anyone who's already in that camp would be inclined to think this is bullshit anyway. As soon as she testified, people are, you know, say, oh, this is just hearsay. There's no reason to believe her. The story is too implausible. And I think, you know, it goes back to what we were talking about off the air, where everyone is already so far into these camps with one another that, right. you know, none of these supposed block buster investigations that are happening are going to change anyone's mind from how they already viewed it. And we saw this throughout the Trump administration, you know, all these, I mean, all these Russiagate was, you know, basically just a sort of Rorschach test of where you stood. And you either thought, oh, this is going to be what takes down Trump and all of his corrupt, you know, corrupt cronies, or this is just some bullshit to try and force him out so that the he can't drain the swamp. And I mean, similarly, you know, QAnon was almost a mirror image of that entire phenomenon where, you know, both of the both whether you were on the the Russiagate camp or now, you know, the January 6th commission camp, you were hoping that there were these virtuous people in power who would root out the supposed aberration of Donald right. Trump and his administration and his camp, or you hoped that Donald Trump would root out the, you know, liberal deep state and all of the and all of the, you know, all the globalists, that whole faction. So, right. I mean, really, this is feels like a way of making sure that people dig their heels in more and wow. more once again, where they already are at. Exactly. Exactly. Like I, I was talking with, right. uh, with Brissom uh, off the air and, um, and I was telling him, I'm like, I, I think all that this accomplishes is, is solidifies the divide even more than it already is. You know, it's, it's not, it's not going to be productive in any way. You know, uh, people that believe what they, what they, what they already believe are going to continue to believe that. And uh, literally, um, you, you said what we said verbatim is that they're going to dig their heels in three times, four times, five times, you know, and that's what's going to happen. I think that's what this serves to do. It's not going to change any minds if, um, you know, um, th th they can they can reveal. I don't know. I mean, they, they can have video footage of something that Trump has done. It's not going to change any minds and it's not going to change in, in on the other side either. Uh, if. Uh, if somehow some video footage comes uh, comes in from the beast that what whatever whatever uh, Hutchinson said that that she was going to choke he was going to choke the Secret Service agent right and video footage comes out and negates all of that uh, the left is not going to accept it or won't care they'll just be like okay whatever it it is what it is at this point so the the um I think they've been successful and by they I mean the elite the powers that be you fill in the blank at uh, at solidifying at, at solidifying. Uh, the continuation of the left-right paradigm. Everybody is in a camp, and they seek to keep you in that camp. And that's how they control. Neil Sanders, what's up? Well, first off, like, all the new Q stuff sounds like really bad slam poetry. Like, I don't know why he writes it like that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but um, whatever. I see it as a distress flare, to be quite honest. Like, mm. you know, the, the, obviously there's the January 6th committee, and the problem that I think about the way that the, the committee has been um, sort of put forward um, is that it's it's very grounded in reality. Now, 
some people are going to be like, no, it's bollocks or whatever. But the point being, it's like it's it's testimony, it's video footage, it's recordings, right. it's actual sort of, you know, tangible evidence that you can sort of like take home. And you are getting a few people who are basically saying, particularly the ones that are going to prison, who are basically <laughs> feeling abandoned by Trump. Uh, and although I, I tend to agree that, that it's not really going to change people, there's that there is a surprising amount of people who are sort of in the middle um, who can be swayed by this sort of powerful television. And right. it's obviously getting on Trump's nerves, which means that it's not completely ineffective. So to me, the, the whole point of Q was it's an unreality, isn't it? It's like a sort of hyper reality that, that, that tells people they're on a mission to fight paedophiles in tunnels under the White House. And it was that sort of that removal from reality that I think tipped a few people over on January the 6th to basically go, yeah, this is realistic. You know, we can actually get away with storming the Capitol on live television right. and not go to prison. And um, that obviously didn't quite work. So this this recent sort of key drop, I just see it as like you've got a I, I, well, I think that Trump's going to announce that he's, he's running again on, on uh, July the 4th. Yeah, that's what um, so you think yeah. Roger Stone's right about that? Because he's he's and now he's said Roger Stone has said before that, that Trump was gonna announce to run for president, he hadn't done it yet. Mm. So you think Trump's really gonna do it on July the fourth this time? You think I Roger think Stone this, this this is the second chance, this is the second time that Roger well, Stone well, made his prediction because... on InfoWars it didn't happen. Well, I think I think it's possible, but I think that this whole thing it's it's basically the Q thing, um, the attacks on the witnesses, if he does run for it again, et cetera, et cetera. It's all a massive sort of anti-PR thing because you've got like, you know, the, you've got the January 6th um, uh, thing coming on. You've got people like Alex Jones looking like they might be getting into trouble, potentially Ali Alexander and stuff like that. And it's about, it's about, again, hammering away that reality and getting people back on the ride and, and basically getting people back into this sort of mind frame, not necessarily going for cube like entirely, but just on the mind frame that they're out to get Trump. The, yeah. the, you know, that, that separation, that sort of that come, come back into the cult sort, sort of mentality. And, and so that that's that's why what I always saw Q as. Q but doesn't the January 6th commi committee, doesn't it? For one, for anybody who is conservative-minded or MAGA-minded, you know, MAGA-minded, mm. not necessarily conservative-minded, but MAGA-minded, um, and people that, you know, believe in Q, well, to them, this is a witch hunt. Well, and absolutely. Then, and, and then, but to the left, okay, to the most of the progressives out there, uh, this is uh, a carrot on the stick for a pony that something's mm. going to be done and nothing well, yeah. will be done. So because well, of that, it could drive them into a fervor because mm. they'll be upset that, you know, that Trump doesn't go to prison, that Flynn doesn't go to prison, that Roger Stone doesn't go to prison, that, you know, Steve, Stephen K. Bannon doesn't go to prison, you know. And so it, you have the polarization as you have one team, we'll call it the blue team for lack of a better word, is like, well, you know, um, nothing ends up happening for the January 6th commission. Maybe a few uh, feds like Enrique Ontario uh and uh and um joe biggs uh go to prison okay, go to prison okay but yeah, i'll say that right uh, but but i'll say that they released a recent video that there's they're going to try to use to get them acquitted which was them discussing before january 6 uh about it being peaceful and everything so they're going to try to run that regard that oh they had a meeting they had a proud boys meeting it was supposed to be peaceful 
it didn't happen, but it wasn't their fault. So they're going to try to run that play. So maybe they don't even, maybe they're released back out there. They're vindicated and they're released back out there to compete, continue to be fed informants. I don't know. But my mm. point is, is the people on that are MAGA and that are pro Q, they're going to be like, well, you know what? Um, this was a witch hunt, you know, my guess is, is probably no one's going to go to jail or very few people do except for the, the people that, um, none of the people that matter are going to jail. None of the people that matter are going to jail. Yes. And so that will vindicate to those people. Okay. You know, it was a witch hunt Mm. and then you have the, the progressive or the blue team. That's going to be like, Oh, nothing happened. They got away with it again. Ah, you know? Mm. So you're going to have that further division. And it's going to ramp up both sides into the 2024 election, which my belief is going to be Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump, too. Oh, good God. Because you got Definitely, a further yeah. division. I mean, they're already saying they're already they've been framing Hillary Clinton for years and they're already reframing it as now is now is her moment. Mm. All right. Let me let, let me get Neil's reaction to all of that. And then I want to go to Sebs. Go ahead, Neil. Well, um, I, I, I agree. I, I mean, I. Watching it from sort of, you know, I'm watching it in the UK. Like, it seems to me like uh, that it's crimes have been committed. Like, it, it oh, seems to be fairly clear yeah. that they've laid out some very, very strong evidence. Totally agree. Right. The, the, not only Trump, but members of his administration and sort of wider figures like, yeah. um, uh, you know, Giuliani. And also, let's not mock about, I knew it was going to happen. And if I knew it was going, that's why I watched it live. Right. Right? Because I knew something was going to kick off because there was all this chatter. I right? remember. So, yeah. I remember. Yeah. You too, John. We were in contact that day. Yeah. yeah. Mark was streaming it. We knew something was going to happen. Right. We just didn't expect, expect it to pop off that strongly or right. weakly, no. depending on who you ask. But oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I oh, live. I, I live there. I, I mean, no I, wonder I stayed away. Was that, George? <laughs> no, like, I, I. sorry, but I live pretty close to dc and i knew like i need to stay away from the city i'm not going anywhere near that so right right and i still still to this day don't think that the plan was for them to get inside the capitol building i suspect well my my theory is that they wanted someone to get shot outside on the lawn they they didn't expect the security to be as uh, as lax is the wrong word diminished as it turned out to be they expected to have a confrontation outside and they expected someone to get shot. And that and the weight of public opinion would have would have been the way well, to, to basically like to, well, to, well, actually, to hold on, hold on, John, hold on. I gotta get Sebs in here. I got I got I gotta get her opinion. She's been waiting uh very patiently. No, so, no, you're uh, fine. You're you're totally fine. I was I was enjoying listening too. Um okay. but I, yeah. I I I agree. It does seem like the the whole thing kind of just seems like a it was a way to get something to pop off, right? That way you mm-hmm. can, you know, whether it be um, expand the uh, parameters of like, you know, how you can charge people based on their like uh, social media activity and stuff, um, but which they're doing now. And, and Allie talks about this a lot, but she talks about the um, the RICO cases that they've been dropping on people, especially in the hood. Um, and that's just a fact. Like, I, it just, it is what it is. It's, they t- you know, whether it's because you have a gun, you know, on your social media, or, you know, you have some aggressive la- rap lyrics, uh, and um, so they've been getting people based on their social media activity and just, you know, like just their, uh, I guess, uh, whatever it is that they're they're saying online. Um, and uh, that's really dangerous. Right. Because that's like uh, that's going to that's going to hurt everybody. And also, right. like, what the hell? You know, that's uh, they, they might call that like targeted surveillance, but it's still not OK. Right. Because I was actually talking about this program, Sebs. 
It's through Palantir Gotham. It's through Palantir's Gotham. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what they're using. That's what law enforcement is used Mm. using, which the progressives talk out against, but have no Mm -hmm. problem with the Clearview AI, which is Peter Thiel backed, being Mm -hmm. used to identify the January 6th participants. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. perfectly fine with sedition hunters. Oh, that's great. That's perfectly fine. Nothing makes logical sense. We'll talk about Project Gotham. We'll talk about Gotham, uh, Palantir Gotham being used in in, in lower income communities in, in combination with the law enforcement, which is completely wrong. It's wrong in both ways but Mm -hmm. they'll praise one but they'll be against the other it's called it's called being a hypocrite there's no consistency i mean there can't be because it doesn't the there's so many logical fallacies and just like cognitive biases that like it it, there is absolutely no way to make any sort of like coherent sense out of um, a lot of these people's talking points because they're talking points right they're not genuine like you know it's not a genuine quest for truth it is an agenda so it's you know when you speak in like rhetoric or just when you speak in like, I don't know, like just some like slogans, like to me, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, I, I, I make a character judgment at that point. Um, you know, me too, so. unfortunate. I try <laughs> yeah. not to, but I understand exactly I mean, where you're But you from. have to, like, well, how else are you going to interact with people? Because that's, that's yeah. all, that's, that's the only thing I can do. I, I don't know what your, you know, motivations are. I can't know, right. but like, I can just judge based off of like, you know, what you've, uh, what you've done to a degree. And that doesn't mean that people can't redeem themselves either, right? Because I don't, yeah. Because it's not like, uh, you know, oh, you fucked up. That's it forever. You know, for good. We're done. <laughs> like, I don't I don't like that shit either. Even if I'm right. mad, you know, like I, I do believe that everyone, every single human being, no matter how heinous uh, their their actions, they, they can redeem themselves. And that is something that I hold to be um, just that's just the truth for me. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, let's let's. Uh... Let's hold Donald Trump to that same standard. I, I mean, I don't think he'll oh, ever God. redeem yeah. himself I mean, or anything, but. <laughs> oh, I just want to say one more thing on that. Like, oh, just say what you want. Yeah. The, the God, fucking Donald Trump. I mean, I can't believe that we have to, like, prove that this guy is a criminal. Like, I can't. It's like. Right. He's oh, my a God. Mobster. Are there any president? Are there any president in the history of the United States of America weren't all criminals? Listen, yes. listen, let, put you. that all aside. Donald Trump is a, is a, is a special case all in its own. Go, go yeah. ahead, Sebs. No, I'm just saying, he's like literally Roy Cohn, like the mob, like everyone, anyone, like, you don't even have to be from New York to know that. Right. Those are just like facts. Like right. people knew that in the 90s, the 80s. He, we knew, I mean, there's just so much with his first wife, her connections to fucking, you know, the Eastern syndicate, Eastern Europe syndicate, you know, uh, mafia. Like these are just facts. I'm sorry. You can look up, you know, these news articles. They love to dig for news from, you know. And, uh, and these papers and things. But then for some reason, it, conveniently, whenever it's Donald Trump, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just, we, we've stopped at Russiagate. But, but they were, but the liberals were wrong about Russiagate. I don't give a fuck. They're wrong <laughs> about everything. First of all, like, why would you even, why would that be your standard? Like, your standard is Russiagate? Like, I don't know. It's Very just, true. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, you know, well, he, he might have pardoned Assange. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? I literally don't give a shit. Like, what, what, what does that even mean? Who even is Assange? So it's just, yeah. So it just kind of seems like, a, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fans and groupies and right. just, it's, it's, uh, it's what team do you associate with? I'm a, I'm a Yankee fan, no matter what, that's sure. what it is. No matter what, I'm a Yankee fan and you can't say anything different about it. And, and it's kind of funny, you know, I mean, before Trump got into politics, you know, Seb's like you're saying, I feel like everyone probably assumed this guy was just dirty as fuck. You know, there's right. every everything pointed to it, but suddenly workers? Like, <laughs> I, I 
Yeah. I actually, no I would disagree. I actually disagree with you all there because they did a lot of PR to build up Trump over the years with him being in movies and him. Uh, no, but, you know, but he was never he was never liked. Listen, he, he barely beat Hillary Clinton and he lost the, the, the popular vote. And his uh, his popularity um, throughout his presidency wasn't exactly stellar. Like, and before that, people didn't like him. They watched him. He was fascinating. He was he was he was very charismatic. But it's not like they liked him. Yes, exactly. He was a character. Yeah, John, so, I say he was popular because he was a piece of shit and everyone knew that he yeah, was. And right. It was fun to see yeah, that. Yeah, people right. could identify with that because they're like, oh, I'm a piece of shit too. You know, like <laughs> she finally <laughs> said it. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. Why are people projecting themselves onto such a piece of shit? Right. Like, when did when did all of a sudden the sort of Vince McMahon character become anything other than, than a villain? Hey, I like wrestling, so maybe that's no, why. Maybe that's but why I, I feel exactly, for it. But I say that exactly because, um, as Billy Ray's pointed out before, like, you know, Trump, is playing the character of a wrestler. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I remember. But you didn't the, know what you I know remember, now before, right, John? Like, that's I remember a, the that's viral different. video. I remember the viral video where they had Trump, you know, when he was part of the WWE, beating down CNN. Mm -hmm. And I remember being a part of that and being like, you know, th th this is awesome. This is great. You know, like, yeah, get CNN, get the Communist News Network. You know, and so it, it played to, you know, me, my love of wrestling in the past. I mean, literally, Trump is Vince McMahon. I mean, that's why, yes. you know. And Vince McMahon is a horrible is human very being. Popular. Yes, he is. Go ahead, Sabs. What's up? No, I said wrestling is very popular. That's true. That's something I didn't realize that, like, like the WWE, uh, my, uh, <laughs> uh, my 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 uh, my boyfriend, actually, uh, he, he watched that, like, growing up and stuff. So I, you know, I guess Stone Cold, you know, Steve Austin, you know. Those guys, uh, exactly. You've got the. I've heard, who's the one that says like "woo"? Um, Rick Flair. Rick, yeah, Rock. Rick Flair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like wrestling's like a thing. I, I didn't realize because I just it was never part of like my uh, part of my growing up. But I I didn't understand that it was it is a very big part of America, like as far well, as like culturally. So I, that is, I, I that, that's a good point, that. John. As far as like that being a right. you know something that people could fall for, as far as like. Um, you know, thinking like you said, and it's like, oh, he's going railing against CNN. It's like, fuck yeah, fuck right. CNN. You know, it's yeah, <laughs> no, and that's that's totally. what got that's what robed people in, and and he knew exactly what to say. Well, we, and and we can get into a little bit of Cambridge. We've beat it to death, I guess, but I guess uh, it bears repeating, and and that's a Neil's uh, area of expertise. But I mean, they they trained this guy to to say what he was going to say, but not yeah. to not, not to mention he he already knew some of this, right? So so he bashes CNN, rightfully so. In a lot of ways, there's a lot of truth there. Does he mean it? No, right? He doesn't mean any of it. He's just saying what he's saying in order to, to, to achieve a goal, whatever that is, right? And it's kind of genius in a way. Uh, you know, like, I mean, you got to understand that mentality. And by, by watching professional wrestling, <laughs> you're going to understand it. You know, be, I've been Good watching professional What's that? It's good versus evil, right? That's the. Uh, well, yeah, but yeah, but but even right. even on a on a on a on a deeper level, right? It, it's mm -hmm. it's it's all scripted. Yes. Right, and, and you and you can see who is going to do what if you see the product long enough. You you just it's predictable, so you understand it. So you sit there and watch it, and you're like, oh, this guy is going to be the world champion, like The Rock. We knew, right? John knew. I knew. Any anybody who was going to be a, who was a fan, we knew that The Rock was going to be the WWE champion at some day. At, at some point, you know, um, and it, it's the same with politics. You see who's being pushed. I, I can't really tell right now besides Ron DeSantos. He looks like 
he's primed for something. He's going to run at the very least. Um, but um, but but yeah, that those are the similarities you can take from 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 pro wrestling and apply it to the political world, and and you'll start seeing things in, a, a bit differently. But um, I, I want to oh, talk about I, them. And what's up? Point yeah, something sure. out. Somebody said of in the course. chat in uh, John's chat, uh, they brought up a good point. Yeah, for sure, he was an Arthur Finkelstein uh, operation for sure because yep. Arthur Finkelstein yep. was doing that in Hungary, right? And then I think there was stuff with like AFD in Germany. There was stuff going. Yeah, on the in antidotes Italy. covered, you know, mm-hmm. whole Fiki's kids operation and everything. Explain, yeah, mm-hmm. explain it, John. Oh, go ahead. Or Sebs. Oh, yeah, Sebs, you go ahead. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, just yeah. Arthur Finkelstein controlling a lot of the elections yeah, around the world. Yeah, he got elected too. And the, yeah. and the people that were pushing Trump in the whole uh, eleven uh, nine. Uh, operation of his election in 2016 a lot of them were part of the the Finkelstein operation of, of trying to push Trump forward um, uh, to the masses uh, so I mean but it's it's more than just Finkelstein but Finkelstein is a major part of it too huh they use black cube didn't they which is the it's the Mossad version of uh, Cambridge Analytica essentially well they used well black they used cube. well they used uh, uh, side group Joe Zamel yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So side group Joe Zamel, uh, Cambridge Analytica. Uh, of course, you have uh, CMP Stephen Ketamine Bannon, the CMP Mercers, uh, CMP Michael Flynn, and of course above Michael Flynn, Stanley McChrystal, which a lot of the left QAnon doesn't want me to mention. It's a, it's a dirty word to you know, dirty name to mention Stanley McChrystal being above Flynn, but yeah, it's true, and I'm going to say it. So you know, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, a lot of it was through, as you've talked about, Neil, psychological and psychographical warfare uh, yes. to drive people to vote for Donald Trump in the 2016 election. Uh, and, 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 and it was yeah, a yeah. lot of it was later used for the QAnon operation. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, sorry, uh, sorry to, to interrupt, but the, the interesting thing about all those elections and QAnon and Donald Trump and uh, various other things like that is they don't define themselves on themselves or their own policies. They define themselves on going against their enemies, and that's that's why they're so um, popular or they can appeal to such a broad base. Aye. Because there's so many people that have varying different sort of beliefs that will back Trump because of the things that he hates and because of the things that he projects onto what he hates. Right. And so that's how these things work. All of the the um the black cube operations, the Orban victory and stuff like that, it wasn't really by promoting what a great guy Orban was. That specifically was about how he was opposed to George Soros and George Soros was a terrible person. Exactly. And with Donald Trump, it wasn't so much that Donald Trump was a great guy because he wasn't he's a terrible person. Uh, but he was opposed to the deep state. He was opposed to Hillary Clinton. He was opposed to, you know, um, if you take the Q shit, uh, like um, pedophiles beneath the, the thing. And they made a big deal about all of a sudden someone remembering that they'd barred Epstein from Mar-a-Lago, which I don't believe to be true at all. Um, no, I've done, I- a stream, <laughs> I've done a stream on that. Uh, I found uh, evidence of reports, news reports afterwards of uh, Epstein going to Mar-a-Lago after he, quote unquote, had been banned. Uh, really? And that would be uh, the quotes of uh, Bradley Edwards, uh, mm. the lawyer for the Epstein victims, uh, mm. to Derek Bros. Uh, and so, you know, that was kind of what was uh, put out there was that uh, Trump, you know, banned that was a mythos that Trump banned Epstein from Mar-a-Lago because he was such a horrible person uh, and a pedophile. But, mm. but, 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 but 
um it went on for um I mean, they were friends, like best buds for like more than a decade. And so all the, mm. what it was really over was is they got in a bidding war over the Abe Gossman estate and Epstein yeah. won. That's what it was over. And so Trump may have actually uh, may have an anger because uh, he thinks that he can control the narrative. If this is true, uh, turn Epstein into the, you know, to the West uh, Palm Beach Police Department. And then, of course, he was like, oh, yeah, I'll talk to Bradley Edwards. I'll talk. I'll talk to whoever. I'll, I'll give them the, the, the skinny about Epstein. I had nothing to do with it. Katie Johnson, who she's a liar, you know, and, and then so it makes Trump out to be the good guy and make Epstein only out to be the bad guy when they were both pedophiles. Well, you know, um, um, the narrative was that um, that Epstein was picking up a girl over there at Mar-a-Lago. Well, I mean, and that's where yeah. he was like, oh, no, you, you have to go. You have to go. Neil, I'm going to go to you and then I'm going to George. What's up, Neil? Oh, so I'm sorry. I was just agreeing that basically that's where um, uh, Virginia Gouffray was working. She was right. working in the club room at Mar-a-Lago, wasn't she, when, when she was initially uh, picked up by uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Right, right, so, right. You know, it, it, the thread runs through it. But back to the original point, that's why, because that was something that could have sunk him. Uh, because if it, it takes five seconds of looking to see that they're actually incredibly close. Right. But if they put out this, uh, you know, that he's opposed, he's the enemy of Epstein. And that, again, ties in with the, the QAnon thing, isn't it? Because Epstein is apparently supplying children to all of these people, you know, pizza when Epstein was lower etc. in the ring. He was lower in the ring. And not to say that he's not guilty of numerous crimes and horrific no, no, yeah. he is, but he, you know, people above him was Glenn Maxwell, mm -hmm. um, the the Wexner, uh, you know. So you know, there are people above the, him in that ring, uh, you know, Vaslav Doronin. But but no, we're gonna keep. It's all, it was like Lawrence T. King and the Franklin scandal all over again. Craig J. Spence was above Lawrence yeah. T. King. You it know, was just so throwing throwing red meat to the people. Something yeah, got yeah, done. Yeah. That's all it was. We know that there's more. Where there, there has to be more. There are people above this guy for sure. Otherwise, they wouldn't have killed him in jail, right? Like, or, or he yeah. wouldn't have committed suicide. Whatever narrative you take, um, of course, there's more to it. But that's what we got. And they're like, well, they did something. They finally got the bastard. And Ghislaine Maxwell is in jail for the next 20 or 30 years or something, supposedly. Let's see if she makes it. George, what's up? I want to get your thoughts. You've been quiet. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, uh, with regards to the whole, you know, Trump being kicked out of Mar-a-Lago thing, I mean, or sorry, Epstein being kicked out of Mar-a-Lago thing, it was funny is that even the date, you know, even when it supposedly happened, you know, there was this investigation a couple years ago that by the Miami Herald, and they said they confirmed Epstein had been was a member until October of 2007. That is like two years after Epstein was first arrested. So, I mean, even if you buy the idea that he was removed, I mean, Trump still had no problem even after he was arrested on child sex trafficking charge, you know, and child, you know, child molestation charges. Trump still let him be part of the club for two years. And that doesn't actually make him look good. It just makes him look opportunistic. I don't get why people still cling to that narrative about him. And uh, I guess one funny thing, too, uh, that you mentioned Brad Edwards, who was one of the big people to spread that whole, you know, pro-Trump narrative, the idea that Trump was the only person who helped out. Uh, with the who helped out, you know, in getting information about Epstein. If you look at the background of Brad Edwards, he was actually part of a shady law firm down in the Miami yep. area that Roger Stone uh, was part of too, the Rothstein uh, Rosenfeld Adler firm, the one that collapsed in a massive Ponzi scheme. 
and also one of the other people at the law firm, Stephen Abrams, was the mayor of Boca Raton at the same time that the anthrax attacks hit there at the uh, AMI offices. So there's a lot of bizarre connections with all these people who are tr- managing the Epstein case. And you can absolutely see that, you know, what happened under Trump was the supreme example of that being covered up. You know, as you mentioned before, William Barr gets private access to view these tapes from the prison and says, oh, I looked at them. I didn't see anything wrong. And then with rubber stamp the idea that it was a suicide. So, I mean, this is, a, I mean, it really is the same old, same old, you know, the the same uh, same machinations keep ticking have been ticking away no matter what this and I mean QAnon obviously is part of a uh, you know part of a major distractor in that sense you know right. what Neil was saying before about uh, you know the Trump you know the way that people view Trump and his whole uh, coterie as a as anti-establishment that really just comes from the supposedly opposing those in power it has nothing to do with the actual principles they stand for it has nothing to do with the actual record and as i've sort of observed you know, a lot of trump's supposed credibility always came from the idea that he was under attack whether it was by the right. mainstream media mm-hmm. whether it was by the russiagate people or what now whether it's by the january 6th committee you know people it was always framed as oh that's a deep state plot to try and get trump out right. But what it really see, has always seemed to me is that this is exactly what gave him his credibility in the first place, what gave him his street cred as an outsider. You know, if he wasn't being so vehemently attacked by these people, he would not have had his support swell so much by all these people who hated the the Democratic Party, hated the liberal globalists like George Soros. You know, this is all of these operations going on, you know, from before he was elected or quote unquote elected in 2016. And you know, continuing without the administration, continuing now is, as far as I'm concerned, really all part of a way to continue to burnish his support and maintain his credibility, maintain the illusion that he was some sort of aberration. Because no matter where, no matter what side these people, these mainstream, you know, political followers fall on, whether they're in the liberal camp or the conservative camp, they view Trump as some kind of aberration, whether it's for good or for evil. Mm -hmm. And really, that's not, that's not, I don't think that's true at all. We got basically a relatively standard Republican administration. It's just the framing and the psyops that made it stand out. Agreed 100%. I couldn't have said it better myself, man. Um, Alex Jones. Right, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Alex Jones still to this day says, look at his enemies. Look at his enemies. Look at the people that hate Donald Trump. This is why you need to get behind him. You know, this is this is still a cheap argument. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) No, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I know it's, 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 just, it's just such a cheap argument. Like it's, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's like, so you're only as good as what you're, you know, being compared to relative to your environment rather than like genuinely, um, right. you know, right. no, I, 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 I agree. So, and oh. as the antidote, uh, you know, Jeremy Roth, Michelle, Greg McCarran have pointed out many times, uh, Jeff Zucker was really good friends with Trump and CNN gave Trump a lot of free airtime back in the 2016 <laughs> campaign and platform boosted him to the moon while appearing to be antagonistic against Trump. Mm-hmm. CNN and Trump, their relationship was like, <sighs> they, it was symbiotic because they made each other exactly. money. Like, Dude, it, it was, like, it was Muhammad Ali and, 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 uh, and the guy that was interviewing him, you know, that, that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. the same thing or, or, or the rock and, uh, and stone cold Steve Austin back and forth. Right. <laughs> they fed off like, of each other. Go ahead. CNN loved Donald Trump because basically, and Twitter loved Donald Trump because like, 
let's not muck about. They're not really, they're, they're businesses. They don't really have that much of an interest in sort of morals. They, they, they want, like, the only time that they stop, like, for example, Twitter, the only, the only reason the Twitter actually kicked uh, Donald Trump off was because it had got to the point where it was going to affect their bottom line. Right, where more people were turned off by him being on the platform than, than were turned on by it, and they were going to go. So it was nothing to do with anything that he actually said or his points or anything. They, they'd still have him on there right now if they, if they could. And it's the same thing with, with CNN, basically. Like they, they, they built him as a villain, and then it's 24-hour villain killing. But again, it's the same thing, isn't it? You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. And right. as Seb's pointed out, that's, that's such a low bar, right. isn't it? Like, and, and it would well, because it indicates that basically there's nothing good enough to promote about yourself. Like, you don't promote. Here's an interesting thing, right? Okay. There's a thing in American advertising that's more sort of prevalent than happens in the UK. Right. Um, right. In the UK, all products basically mention themselves and just try and push it. I've seen American adverts that basically attack the rival company. So they'll say basically like, don't get a Mazda, get a Toyota or something like that. And there, there'll be a direct comparison. Like that's, I wonder if that's a more sort of a, 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 a in tuned or ingrained in America, the idea of criticizing and looking like, uh, do you know what I mean? As, as a means of advertising rather than the, sort of the promotion of the actual initial um, sort of product. And, and but, but Seb is absolutely right. Like, when you're doing that with politicians and when you're doing that with the people that are supposed to be basically like running the country, like that's a really, really sad state of affairs when like, I can't think of anything nice to say about myself, but I can think of terrible, terrible things to say about <laughs> the other person. Like, and, and hopefully you'll think I'm least worst. Like, but, yeah. but, but again, that's kind of the attitude that, that was, that was sort of burgeoned by Trump mm -hmm. with this sort of wrestling thing. No, absolutely, absolutely. Like uh, in the interest of time, I want to cover a couple of more things. Um, I'm going to Seb's, and then I'm going to go around the room. So, who's behind Q and in your opinion? Right, like oh, I mean, God. and and ever since Q went off air, right, everybody, the mainstream went in, right, and started making documentaries. And we know who Q is. It's this guy. It's that guy. Oh, it's this guy in his mm -hmm. basement. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I, I don't know if anybody ever really touched on on the involvement of of a Stanley McChrystal or a Michael Flynn in the QAnon narrative, even though it's blatantly apparent. I mean, there's evidence for it, you know, that, that, that you can point at. And it's not circumstantial. Well, I guess it is circumstantial to a certain degree, but it's very, it's heavy. It's heavy, um, heavy evidence. It's, it's Pre nothing to just- Preponderance just, of evidence. Right. It's, it's nothing to turn your face uh, 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 at. It, you, 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 it's real evidence. So, I mean, regardless, who do you think is behind the operation? Um, I think it's probably a network of people, uh, definitely. Um, I think, I mean, definitely Flynn is involved. I, I do agree with uh, John uh, on the, uh, the, the, the Blue Anon or the, the, the McChrystal, the Stanley McChrystal end of things as far as um, like driving that narrative. It's, and it kind of goes back to, I think what I think George was saying, where it's like, they, you know, they can't have you like uh, kind of authentically or like genuinely look at like, the, the the whole Trump operation, everything, because then it would expose like, you know, even more about, you know, Obama or the, the Clinton, uh, the Clinton operation and all and all of these people that are all connected to this like very corrupt um, Nexium. And um, that's why they have to like 
even if it is going to be something that's looked at as like, oh, this is an aberration, right? Um, it's it's like, well, not really, because this is kind of like the same thing that has always been. It's just more of like in your face uh, kind of thing. But like, it's just, it, it, I don't know. To me, it's like things have always been the way that <laughs> they currently are right now. But uh, it's just, they're getting, they seem like they've accelerated a little bit more. And, um, and I, but I do think that things also move in cycles, right? As far as like even time. I think it does move in cycles. So um, there's also just um, like looking at that as well. It's like, what cycle are we on to a degree? Right. Not to say that like, you know, that's it is because that's, you know, that's how they wrote it. You know, that's how they, the cycles work, but just more in the sense that like um, there does seem to be like a, a pattern of, um, I don't know, just like things happening a certain, or maybe it's like history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes kind of thing. Mm. Um, so <clears throat> All right, cool. Yeah, but I get that's it. my long-winded way of saying that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Flynn definitely involved, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, but I think it's more of like a, a network. It's supposed to be like a never-ending thing, right? It's just supposed right. to be like the thing that you can't like totally disprove, but like you know you can't totally uh, you know rely on either, obviously. But it's like it just kind of keeps you going in these circles, and it's like I just want to get off the ride, like. <laughs> Right, I just want right. to get off that ride. I will observe yeah. the ride, you know, but I... Uh, yeah, but you don't want to be on it. No, right? I'm good. I'm good. I'm you get out. nauseous, you start to throw yeah. up. No, you, you just want to be... I'll be on be, the sidelines. Right. I'll be on the bleachers eating my cotton candy. Pointing. Look <laughs> yes. at that. Neil Sanders, what's up, buddy? Uh, well, I think... I mean, I don't know exactly who it is. I, I tend to think it might be a group of people, like Seb says. It, but it's somebody that's pro-Trump. What do we know? It's somebody that's pro-Trump, and it's somebody that's got a knowledge of... Uh, writing narratives and internet psychological manipulation programs right uh you know, you know and there is a few people that are close to trump that that fit that bill basically right. you know there's bannon this this flynn uh this uh, crystal as you say there's there's a few floating around that that could well uh fit fit that bill uh whether we'll ever find out i don't know but one thing that interests me is that because it's so anonymous like, how do they know that it's Q telling them it? You know, people that believe it. Like, you know, has he got like I, a channel? I think about that all the time. Like, I mean, and, and I, I don't know anything yeah, about specific trip codes on a chan and 4chan. Yeah, but if you know what that is, so that you right. so that you can say that it's Q, then you could post your own one, surely. Well, anybody if they had the access to the trip codes could post, yes. Yeah, there's not a single single. Uh, it's silly to think there's a single singular cue, even if a person believes in the QAnon mythos, for them to believe that there's a single cue when there's 4chan and 8chan and different trip codes that were involved, um, it does it wouldn't make any sense that it's one singular person. Mm -hmm. No, but I think it's the same entity, right? Well, well. I, no, but not I mean, one people, singular person. But if it's well, a group, people, it's the well, same group. In the, well, the people in the QAnon, op, people who believe in the QAnon operation, okay, people that believe in Q, okay, they believe it's one person working with Trump. So you have QAnon and you have Q plus Trump, and then you they work together, and then you have bakers or you know people within uh, the Q boards that kind of try to take the coded slam poetry. Uh, information that Q drops on, you know, a chan or four chan or a coon now, but uh, and and they try to to decipher what Q is talking about because Q speaks in uh, riddles. It's almost platonic 
the language that Q uses, which McChrystal loves Plato, by the way. But uh, so it, it's 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 kind of that type of um, setup. So us here, just you know, discussing that the person who posts is as Q or Q himself is a group of people. The average QAnon you know, believer doesn't believe in that. They believe there's a group of people around Q, which would be considered the quote unquote white hats. Okay. But mm -hmm. Q is a singular person to them, a singular mm -hmm. entity. So it is different. Aren't there uh, different it, camps of, of people that believe different things? Like some people believe that uh, it's a singular person and other people believe that it's a group of people that, that, that are running things that not that with it, not, not Q believers. No, no. that most Q, majority Q believers believe it is one person with a group of white hats that want to save the union, mm -hmm. save the union around that person. So mm -hmm. there is one Q with a group that Q is in. Okay. Mm -hmm. George, your turn. Is is JFK Jr. coming back too? Just throw that in there. You know, I've, uh, I've always been hoping for a long time, but I, I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I would have to say in terms of who's behind Q, you know, I agree with the, you know, inferences of, you know, Sebs and Neil. And of course, I know John has done quite a lot of, you know, digging in many streams on this issue. I think that at the very nexus of it, it's a, I mean, U.S. intelligence operation. And yeah. I mean, the more CNP... I mean, a lot of it is the more CNP aligned, but as you know, Seb's pointed out, this is a, I mean, this is a sort of, you know, the deep state at a certain point, you know, is, a, you know, there's a lot of cohesion between, you know, odd bedfellows you wouldn't necessarily expect. And you even see that within the Trump administration with Trump himself, the way that he was friends with the Clintons for a long period of time, the way that you have, I mean, a lot of people in Trump he administration. He still is. He still is, in my opinion. I, it's all, I it's all a it. show. It's all a show. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Chelsea Clinton and Ivanka were certainly, you know, still friends with each other even after the election. That's true. That's you know, true. Had, Tell them, George. You also, I mean, I mean, in the middle that there were a lot of people in the Trump administration who got accused of, you know, being covert liberals, you know, liberal infiltrators, like, I mean, Rod Rosenstein, you know, for daring to probe into Russia. And then there were actually some claims about how he killed an investigation into election fraud that helped uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz and her <laughs> election down in the uh, Florida District 23 primary. So, you know, there are, uh, the machinations ultimately, you know, whether you're dealing with, you know, Michael Flynn type, it's dealing with Crystal type, you know, all these people sort of meet up and have a common interest in keeping the psyops going, you know, but going beyond that, I mean, I've had suspicions in my mind that Q might be a somewhat multinational intelligence operation. I wouldn't be surprised if there were some Israeli intelligence people involved, given their expertise and, uh, managing you know internet discourse and even possibly uh russian to some extent uh you know from my own looks into election fraud you know stuff that was going on in the 2016 primaries in favor of hillary clinton you know at the same time that voter registrations were being mysteriously altered to kick a lot of uh burning people off or change their political parties there were also reports of quote unquote Russian hackers hacking in the state voter registration system. So there's some signs that these, uh, you know, that these projects are a little bit more multinational, but I believe it ultimately traces back to people within the U S intelligence infrastructure and military infrastructure. And that's where I believe that the Q plot ultimately started and where it ultimately right. gets its directives from. Yeah. I agree. Can I just add yeah. on one more thing to that? Oh, sorry. Can I just add on one no, more no. thing? This right. is something yeah. that I got from Arturo, actually. So shout out to the conspiracy distillery where um, he was uh, he had sent me a video that was um, uh, of a woman that was giving a presentation. I think it was to university talking about how 
Q, uh, she had seen like the Q operation in Brazil and the UAE and how there was, yeah, there were like different factions. I can, I'll drop the video. In Japan, the chat, but, Japan. Uh, it's, Japan. I've been studying the Japanese one yeah, for a ahead. long time. Mm -hmm. No, it's just, it's just, they, they, uh, it's I had weird. no idea. Really... I, was, I was surprised. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all over the world. It's all mm -hmm. over the world. I've been studying the Japanese one for a long time and you can find them on YouTube and it's, it's a very... big in Germany also. In Germany too. It's quite yeah. odd. Billy and I have done shows on this. It's, it's kind of weird uh, how it's spread globally but with the mm -hmm. same talking points, but are accepted globally by the same talking points. It's a little odd. Yeah. Go ahead now. Well, this is what George said just made me think like, because like, I've seen lots of articles, like uh, you know, in various countries, talking about how Q and uh, the, the conspiracy theory is actually sort of like a genuine threat. Like you know, it's, it's caused violence. It, it might have exacerbated January the sixth, etc., etc., etc. So, like, are you really telling me that the authorities couldn't find out exactly who it is? In about this is what I mean. Days? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, how yeah. how how have they not? uncovered who this is at this point i don't understand it go ahead Neil. they evidently don't want to right like and i think i think george is is probably onto something though like the fact that they don't want to expose themselves not dissimilar to cambridge analytica and stuff right. like that where it comes out they're basically you know it's a it's a mi6 weapon or whatever or you know the elements of the cia involved in the american operation and stuff like that and that's just that aspect is completely passed by by the media it's mentioned say once or twice in passing but the the main focus is is something else basically and and yeah the the sort of the self attack uh is is, is often ignored isn't it and, that, and that's the point isn't it you know that's to me just seems obvious all of a sudden like oh that's why they're not exposing who it is because it's them right <laughs> that makes perfect sense that that makes the most sense of any explanation i've heard right so um I mean, ultimately, you know, it, it's while it matters plenty who is behind this, um, we, we probably will never find out. And if we never find out, it it it, it doesn't matter. All we need to it, it does matter. But all we need to really um, focus on is that this is a giant mind control operation and that we should have nothing to do with. And it's it's cementing division. And the behavioral scientists are having a hell of a time. Uh, sitting down and watching our reactions to this. They're studying us and they're figuring all of this stuff out, whatever they wanted to figure out through this operation. It's a, it's a mind colonization operation. That's, that's what it is at the base of it. Um, and it's, I think it's very dangerous um, personally, not, not necessarily. I mean, the message that it puts out is also dangerous because it, 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 it got people you know, to, to be involved in this live action role-playing game. And, and like I Neil mentioned earlier, like, like, you know, storming the Capitol, even though there was a, a, a large crowd out there and most of the people out there had nothing to do with it. Right. There was a small amount of people that did, and those were the most affected. And we spoke about um, in the beginning of the broadcast, what type of people, you know, were more susceptible to this operation. Right. And I think here in the alternative media, we were the root. We were the base of of uh, of people that this infection went out to and, and, and we contracted. We, we were more susceptible to being mind colonized. And that's where it started. And then there's more. It went out. Right. It, it, it branched out from the alternative media into the mainstream, bringing a ton of well-meaning people 
into alternative uh, uh, thoughts, uh, uh, frame, frames of mind. But while they were brought into it, it was on shaky ground. It, it was on, 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 uh, on quicksand rather, rather than solid ground, you know, because it came from a place of deceit. It came from a place of, uh, of you know, I don't want to say, well, yeah, it's negative. It's, it's a negative place. It's not a place of truth. We were brought into the truth with a lie. And if the lie is the base of, uh, of everything you stand for, then nothing works. And that's what's going on here with this operation and so many people that have come on to maybe 9-11 truth over it, you know, or, or other aspects of, of the alternative media, what we cover that are legit. Maybe they were brought in through QAnon, but being brought in through QAnon discredits everything else, at least to the mainstream. And that's part of the operation, too. So we need to realize that um, we need to just stay away from this. Uh, like, like Seb's mentioned earlier, get off the ride and watch, right? <laughs> and, and, and observe because we need to know what's going on. But that doesn't mean we need to actively participate in it. So no, don't actively participate in the live action role playing game that is QAnon. Uh, digital warriors. I remember when Michael Flynn was talking about being a digital warrior and people actually thought that they were digital warriors. Digital like Warriors I, LLC. I am a warrior in the battle for the Republic. And we are taking back the White House. We are taking back the Capitol. This is our house. And it's been, uh, you know, um, taken over by blood drinking vampire Democrats. <laughs> right. So we, we yeah. need to do something about this. And, and that's the mentality of the people that, that, that ran in there. And sure, I'm not negating that some people were let in. Right. I did see that video. Some people were let in. But there were a lot of people that stormed their way in. Also, it, it, it was it's a mess. Right. Regardless, stay away from it is what we have to say here. Um, last thought before we take off. I want to know what you guys think is going to happen on the on, in, in 2024. I, I, I really want to know what's going to go down. Is Donald Trump going to run again? I, I think that's I think he's going to. Do you think he'll win? And if not. What what what's the other alternative? What what's going to happen? Sebs, we're going to start with you. Then we're going to Neil. Um. Well, I mean, as far as like with the January six trials, the what do you meaning, what do meaning in in twenty twenty four? What do you think is going to happen? Because this that's oh, what all God. of this is leading up to, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, this is a gear up. You know, QAnon has returned for mm -hmm. a purpose, right? Yeah. And, I mean, and obviously, we, yeah. Trump right, is going to run again. I think that that's okay, the that's, yeah. I think that's like the main takeaway that I got from like Trump from hearing that QAnon's back and you mm. know he and then he was he got one of the Congress people I guess in Chicago got elected and she was like you know MAGA endorsed right mm. to get that MAGA stamp uh, so <laughs> approval it's like you know MAGA grade right <laughs> um, so she um, so I think I feel like the the operation is kind of uh, it's it's, it's going to take off again I don't know if it's going to be you know him against DeSantis or. I'm sure he'll be involved or maybe he'll get, you know, a spot somewhere in the administration. I see Tulsi Gabbard as well involved in that whole thing for sure. Mm. Uh, while still acting like um, she, you know, isn't really uh, a part of anything or, you know, just acting. She's not a politician, but she is a politician. She's our mommy. Really... She's, she's separated. She's, she's uh, separate um, from everything else. So she's one of the good ones, as they say. As they say, it's, it's, uh, it's so funny. Yeah. I know. She's yeah. so corrupt, so corrupt. Like the rest of them. It's not even funny. Yeah, that, but, but the they, scary they, thing they is do their best a, to clean her a, a up in the media, following. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she, because she's seen as like the uh, the one that's being attacked by Hillary and whatnot. So I, I feel like she, 
I don't know if she's either going to run or she might be involved in somehow, like, you know, maybe she, she might endorse DeSantis or something. I don't know. We'll see. And I saw that Rogan also said he would endorse DeSantis because he handled uh, COVID so well. So that was, uh, <laughs> that was, he, he got the Rogan grade, you know, stamp of approval too. So, you know, that, that goes a long way. It really yeah. does. Yeah. So you just need that Alex Jones now. And, uh, you know, you got yourself a campaign. So. He already, he already <laughs> did it. He's like, I love, I love Donald yeah. Trump. I love him. He's great. He's not perfect, but he's great. But uh, or, or DeSantis, Ron DeSantos no. is the guy. He said, mm-hmm. he said that yesterday. I think. Oh, he, he did. He did. Yeah. Okay. He said right Ron DeSantos is 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 great. He said, and and mm. that's who he wants to run great. for president. Guantanamo Bay, uh, DeSantis. <laughs> Neil Sanders, what's up, buddy? What you got? How old is Trump? Seventy four, seventy five. I mean, I, the idea of him running in twenty twenty four is absolutely ludicrous, but I think he'll do it because. Um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you for why. I don't think there's anybody. Seventy six. Even worse. Seventy six. All right. With my limited knowledge of American politics, I can't see anybody. Um, that the Democrats can put forward that will be good. Uh, so he, he's almost going to have a sort of, you know, walk it across the line. So they're going to run Hillary Clinton, Neil. I, well, I then, 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 then she'll lose because she's a terrible human being and she's disliked even by people who really dislike Donald Trump. So that's my point. Biden's too old. I don't think uh, Michelle Obama or um, oh, her name escapes me, the, the vice president. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, they've, they've, She's had nothing to do with this presidency. They memory hold her into the corner, so she can't. I, I don't think, attempt yeah. to try to run at this point. So, so who, who's going to run? It's going to be either Biden, which is is stupid because he's far too old and, and ridiculous, or it's going to be someone like Hillary Clinton, who they drag back, who who is just a terrible, terrible choice. So, I think that Trump will feel that he can win, and I think that reluctantly, a lot of Republicans will probably uh, go, "Yeah, I think he probably can too." Now, here's the thing. I think it will boil down to how much of a prick um, Ron DeSantis is, because like on two counts, one, like he's such an obviously terrible person. Like I don't understand why he's he's so popular. Like he's he's just so self-serving. He's fighting against the COVID narrative. It's the vaccine, right? He's he's fighting against the COVID narrative. Um, You know, he really hasn't. And he's uh, he's up as far as he possibly can up the, you know, up the back of Israel. You know, well, DeSantis is, is not our guy in the slightest bit, but they've tried to re- they tried to frame him as such. But that, but this is my point: is it, it, it is it really that straightforward to to like you know basically we, we're gonna you're gonna have a nation of fifth talents for president because basically like they don't take no shit like and it's just it, it's ridiculous whether he'll be satisfied being vice president or not. I think that would be the like, uh, you, you know what I mean? For one term, whilst Trump does it and then take over. If not, right. I think Ron DeSantis might well um, uh, run. Um, I don't think um, anyone else, they've all done themselves, haven't they? Like, you know, Jim Jordan and Matt Gates and all of these people. And Matt Gates. Yeah. Both yeah, <laughs> alleged yeah. pedophiles, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yes. Taylor Green for president. Oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. That might actually work. Oh God! Don't say that, please. That might actually work. I'm Two not even space kidding. lasers. <laughs> oh God! She, she, she supports uh, all the alternative stuff. She supports Assange. She yeah, supports. She's, she's, uh, right. What did she say the other day? That uh, the, the like they're giving too much money to Ukraine. She said something about Ethiopia, which was hilarious to me because, <laughs> like, on the floor of Congress, I'm like, oh hell no! And then they kept saying like how um e- like the Ethiopians turned uh, Virginia blue. Because there's a uh, there's a large population, especially in like northern Virginia. 
Uh, and uh, they said that they they turned the state blue because you know uh, because uh, the Biden administration is not cooperating with their with their country. And it's just it's yeah. So it's just um, it's quite interesting how they've morphed all of these like causes together. They're like, oh, here, all the disaffected people, come here. We're going to save you now. Oh, you know? They're so transparent. They're, they're, they're just saying exactly what people want to hear. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, there's no there's no substance or honesty to it. And mm -hmm. it's just like, come on. Like, really, really, come on. If if the American voters was a, were, were a woman, they'd be pregnant a lot. Like, because they could just be talking. <laughs> to like, so, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Come on, George. What's up, buddy? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree in general. I mean, the people who think that DeSantis is being, you know, I think he's very obviously being groomed into that spot. Yeah. And I mean, I share Neil's bafflement that anyone could view him as a good guy. I mean, even from an alternative, you know, media perspective, you know, last year in September, he gave the uh, governor's medal of freedom to none other than Felix Rodriguez, you know, a career CIA operative who's been in some awful shit you know including the whole iran contra operation the drug trafficking and uh you know that that alone you know makes you know makes me wonder why anyone who fashions himself an alternative you know alternative media conspiracy person could ever believe that this guy is for real i mean even recently you know uh if a non-U.S. approved uh, person just got elected in Colombia and then he immediately says this is an affront to democracy. So he's already drumming up the, you know, per, you know, calls for a likely you know, CIA coup attempt. So, I mean, this guy is awful in every respect. And uh, but of course, he seems to be exactly what the uh, what Trump's what the you know, former, you know, base of trump would seem to want you know he might be getting groomed to replace trump maybe he's going to be on a ticket with trump it's hard to say exactly how uh trump is going to be received if he jumps i have a feeling trump does want to jump in but i think that trump and desantis are the two most likely people to end up uh somewhere somewhere in the mix when the dust settles on the gop primary in 2024 and uh as for the democratic side that's obviously a lot harder to discern because there doesn't seem to be any one in a major position with the charisma to take it. I mean, Biden will probably be a walking corpse at that point. Not uh, already? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, honestly. And uh, Kamala, I mean, has no real charisma. No one wanted her even in the Democratic primary. And as John pointed right. out, she's basically been shut out completely. I, I do, part of me wonder that if they're going to try to revive uh, someone like CIA Pete Buttigieg, you know, they tried once before, it didn't really work, but yeah. maybe they'll think, you know, now, I mean, Bernie's probably not going to be in again. I think he's, they don't want him anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that, you know, they might have a feeling, oh, now that, you know, Bernie's out of the mix, maybe the young people will go for Pete Buttigieg, which I don't think that's necessarily going to work, but I wouldn't be surprised if they try that again. And 2020 was just his first uh, his first attempt at this shit. If Hillary my, Clinton gets my sister was saying Elizabeth Warren. That's who I heard. <sighs> She's like, oh Elizabeth Warren. They might they might wheel her back out. I'm like, oh mm. maybe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it could oh, be. just no, not Pocahontas. No, please no. I mean, do you imagine <laughs> Pocahontas versus Trump? It's gonna be nonstop Pocahontas. Poca Poca like Trump's gonna come out to like the tomahawk chop music. All right, like it's he gonna would. be that Scott. bad. It really he will be that bad. I promise. And people would eat it up with a spoon. They would love it. They would right. love yeah. it. People would eat it up with a spoon. John, that. what's up, man? We're going to go to you, and then we're getting out of here. 
Uh, I'm going for the absolute scorched earth scenario, and I'm sticking to it. And uh, you know, I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I I thought Hillary Clinton was going to run in 2020, but hooker by crook, Biden was going to step down and Clinton was going to be put in, but it never happened. I thought Trump was going to win, but I understand why now because Biden has to be there for the great the great reset to lead to the false great awakening. Uh, I truly believe, and, and I really do believe this because we got to divide the country as much as possible, as much as possible. Donald Trump and Michael Flynn versus Hillary Clinton and Stanley McChrystal. Because no, nothing would oh galvanize the country more than if that happened. They, I mean, it it would it would probably lead, God forbid, Trump will definitely win that. All right, or at least we'll have the illusion of Trump winning that. Okay, and it would lead to the second American Civil War at that point because it would galvanize the country so freaking much. It was it would be ridiculous, and so why not? Right? I mean, they've done everything else. You know, and I mean, so why, so why not? Why, why not go that far around? I mean, I already believe that they're. I think DeSantis is going to run for Republican nomination, um, but he is getting chopped already by Roger Stone. Like already, like just. I mean, are and, and a lot of Trump Trumpers though they're kind of warm warm to DeSantis. Uh, they really do idolize, still idolize their daddy, God Emperor Trump. So, you know, Trump all has to do, like, all they have to do is, it's just like with Jeb. Remember Jeb and the guacamole bowls? All right. All they got to do is just have someone like Chris Christie just come in and just chop them down. And then someone could do that to DeSantis in a debate. Just, just chop them down. And then DeSantis is nothing at that point. And then who else are the Republicans going to run other than Trump and DeSantis? No one. No one gives a crap about Matt Gates. No one gives a crap about Jim Jordan. They got nobody. I don't. There's no way Marjorie Taylor Greene becomes a Republican candidate for these United States of America just by that alone. If she becomes a candidate of president presidency, the country is done. If she reaches that far, it, mean I mean already it's already done. done. It's already done. Right. But if it reaches that far, it's beyond done at that point. Rome has fallen. Completely. All right. It's it's donezo. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be Trump versus Hillary because nothing would galvanize the country further. And then especially if you have McChrystal versus versus Flynn out there, you know, both of them, you know, doing a vice presidential debate. It's going to be crazy. The amount of psychological and psychographical and spiritual warfare that will be put on this nation. If this in time scenario occurs, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I mean, that's what I think is going to happen. I could be completely wrong. We could end up with Kamala Harris versus Ron DeSantis. All right. <laughs> I really don't think Biden's running again. I don't think, I mean, I just don't think so. I just good. don't think he is. Um, he and uh, we all know that Hillary Clinton got the uh, stem cell, aborted stem cell reju uh, rejuvenating uh, treatment, uh, IVs. I don't know if you guys have seen her lately, she but looks she looks great. She looks 20 years old. Or it's a doppelganger. Maybe the Hillary Clinton's dead, and it's just a <laughs> doppelganger they put out there. I don't know. But I'm saying is that she looks amazing. Right, it's, right. it's her moment. She's running. Okay. All so right. what do you think, Billy? <laughs> I, 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 um, if, if Donald Trump runs with Michael Flynn, he will inevitably lose the election fairly, fairly, inevitably. Mark my words. First off, that's not going to happen. 
<laughs> Second, if, if that does happen, he's losing. It is too easy to discredit Michael Flynn. Too easy. Um, what we need to realize here is regardless of who makes it on the Democrat side and the Republican side, it's going to be an incredibly close election, no matter how you slice it, because the country is divided. They don't care about a lot of things. They don't care about policies. They don't care about anything. They just hate red and they hate blue. That's it. So it's going to be super, super tight, right? Donald Trump will run again. I think Ron DeSantos, if, if, um, if he has some balls, he can go up against Donald Trump and beat him. He's more polished. He has better. He he, he is Donald Trump without being completely repugnant, you know. <laughs> and and I'm talking to the mainstream, not mm-hmm. to us here that know Ron DeSantos and 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 what he's about. To the mainstream, it's a more presentable version of Donald Trump. If if he decides to run against him, he'll beat him. But I don't know if he if he. I think he will decide to run. But then Trump might might say, "Hey, I think Neil mentioned it, or George, come be my vice president." I think that's a more a more likely ticket. Trump and DeSantos. Um, what's going to happen on on the Democrat side? I, the only thing I'm sure of is that Joe Biden is not running again. They're not going to run him. They're not right. Like I mean, it's it's that's suicide. That's handing what if the they presidency. Run, what if they run Biden against Trump? I think that's one of the few scenarios where, 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 where Trump wins the election. I think Biden has, is unelectable at this point. You know, so I think, I think that's one of the... We all know national elections are rigged. If it's by the mind or by vote or by both, they're, they're all rigged. They put in whoever they want to put in. I, I, I don't think... I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't subscribe to those ideas anymore. I don't think they put in whomever they want to put in. I think, I think both candidates are, are controlled. If you make it to that level, of being right. the nominee yeah. of the party, the they're controlled, spaces. and and I think spaces. from there the people decided, and it doesn't matter at that point because both vanilla ice cream and chocolate ice cream belong to Ben and Jerry's. So what right. I would say about that in terms of election rigging, you know, I often I've come to feel, you know, that a lot of times when you look at you know a manipulated election is more about how you, you know, dictate the minds of the people and the way they view the country than it is about, you know, we need this person versus that person. You know, if right. you look at the, you know, the George W. Bush in both 2000 and 2004, there's an abundance of evidence that he was rigged into power both times. But right. of course, the people he's running against, Al Gore and John Kerry, were thoroughly corrupt and right. likely to be in on the same things too. But what it did create was the impression that Bush had some kind of mandate right. to continue his policies right, and right, right. gave you know gave the strength to go through with it and then uh, you know and made also made anyone who was anti you know anti war against the Iraq war against the Afghanistan war had questions about 9/11 feel like they were isolated in their own country and right. unable to ask these questions it was more of a psychological manipulation tactic than it was about we need this person versus that person and right. same with getting Trump in, in 2016 it was necessary not because you know he was so much more preferred than Hillary Clinton in terms of policies to the elite, but because he what he was essentially a long part of a long project to continue the division. He was the perfect vector for that to happen through all of the things we've talked about on the show. And that right. often is the real reason why these elections are manipulated, why they're rigged, not because of any, you know, you know, any direct, you know, aspect of what the person is going to do in power, but because right. of what it says to the people about this country. Mm-hmm. We we, we got to have you on for a long term talk about all of this, George. Um, 
and I think there's a very real chance that Hillary Clinton's runs because they're they're paving the way for it. And listen, I know a lot of you are not going to want to hear this, but that doesn't guarantee that Donald Trump gets into office, man. Um, listen, <laughs> the, either you know, either she can win outright just based off of uh, off of hatred. And, and and let's remember the role that that Roe versus Wade is going to play in the elections in 2024. It's actually reinvigorated. It's a long time. It's a long time. You think they're going to forget? They've been arguing about oh, this for 50 oh, years, brother. Long, 50 it, years. It, it's a great, Hold on. Let me let me finish my point, and then you can right. talk. Um. So at the end of the day, I think I think that reinvigorates the left to vote, right? To go out and 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 do whatever it is they're going to do, and they'll back whomever. And let's remember how much they hate Trump. It's going to be it's going to be tight. And listen, if if Hillary Clinton doesn't win the election outright, she'll fucking steal it. She's done it before she did it to Bernie Sanders. You know, they'll fucking do that. I'm just saying it's a long way away. I could I, I, I could change my mind as time goes on. OK, given given new developments. But as of right now this is the way I see it. Don't be surprised. If Hillary Clinton is the next president of the United States <laughs> and, and, and we're done, we're done after that. OK, it, it is over. All right. Um, but, but don't don't be surprised if that ends up happening. It's over no matter. Go ahead, John. And we'll get out of here. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I, uh, I, I. As time goes on, people's emotions usually wane. Uh, and also one thing that I guess would mention, too, is, is if if if. The world order is able to give the perception that Democrats are able to codify through Congress Roe versus Wade into law. That would shift it back towards the Republicans and conservatives being that in. would. Right. But I don't think that's happening in the next two years. So. So, again, that, that's that's one point mm -hmm. Two, if the continued decline of the United States empire. Uh, by the great what is termed as the great reset yeah. until a multipolar world continues right. to happen with the economy continuing to crash and inflation continuing to rise and and uh, and so on and so forth that would again shift people more towards the conservatives or the conservatives as I like to call them uh, because you know it, because of that this um, is true so, uh, th these these are good points but they do get their chance at the midterms right. Yeah, and if so, the midterms, so after that, and, and it, it'll be it'll be switched back to the Democrats potentially, depending on what happens. It all depends. Yeah. If the midterms are a strong or appearance of a strong red wave, I then, think that's what's going to happen, right? Then if that's what's going to happen, then yes, right. right? I think that's what's going to happen. Then Trump so. will likely win, will likely be chosen to win the presidency, and then and then and then that that's what's going to end up happening. Well, now, you know, now I now I, I'm not voting. I'm not voting for there is no lesser to the, for the two evils. There is right. none. You still I, I don't evil. support organized crime, so I don't vote. I abstain. I vote for me, and that is all. Okay, we're getting up out of here. Thank you, everybody. I I I, I, I want to go around and, and and let everybody plug their stuff, but but thank you everybody for giving your thoughts. Listen, at the end of the day, whomever wins in 2024, we are in a lot of trouble. That's just it. Whether it be Democrat or Republican, we are in a shitload of trouble. That's true. Just saying. Neil Sanders, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, thank you. Uh, on uh, neilsandersmindcontrol.com uh, or uh, Facebook, or I've got a new podcast come out called Someday I Call It Conspiracy. It's available on YouTube, Spotify, oh. Apple, um, all those uh, different places. Please check it out. Fantastic. Thank you, Neil, for coming on. Sebs, it was a pleasure. Hope you enjoyed yourself on your first, your maiden voyage here on the Infinite Fringe. Tell the people where they can find you. 
Yes, thank you for having me on. Hopefully it's not the last time. I enjoyed it. So um, I, uh, yeah, or I'm on Doom and Gloom with Allie. Um, Doom and Gloom HQ on YouTube. So kind of Fantastic. where we put videos out and, and things. So It absolutely <laughs> won't be the last time. We'll have you back uh, yeah. as many times as you want to come back. George yeah. from CavDev.org. What's up, buddy? It's good to hear your voice, man. Um, and, and, and we'll do this. Uh, we'll do this soon, too. Tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, and I, I'd love to be back anytime soon. Uh, I can be found at cavdef.org. That's C-A-V-D-E-F.org, and you go to the once you go to that site, go to the header and click on Wiki. That's basically a full sort of compilation of all the different things I investigate, like election fraud, human trafficking, mind control, that sort of stuff. Or you can also find me on Twitter at a uh, cavdef underscore George. All right, George, thank you very much, buddy. And of course, John Brison, Jacques Brison, Black Trump, the Patriot Street Fighter. What's going on? Tell the people where they can find you. Eventually, it's going to be 10 minutes of my names that we're going to have for each other. <laughs> uh, you, you can find me of uh, We've Read the Documents on YouTube, We've Underscore Red on Twitter, uh, FixYourGut.com. Uh, I'm trying to think of any place else you guys can find me. Oh, We've Read on uh, We've read Documents on Libri. Uh, Patreon, Subscribestar. I have a Substack where I'm parsing out my Finders book. Uh, all five dollars a month for each of those. Uh, glad to be back on this roundtable. Glad to discuss Q. Glad to be here with everybody here. I respect everybody here. Uh, so thank you for having me on, Billy. Fantastic. Thank you for coming on. My name is Billy the Kid, Billy Ray Valentine. You can find me at theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com. Well, if you're listening to this, you already know that. Apple Podcast, of course. America Unplugged on Rockfin. Uh, 12 p.m. Eastern every Saturday with uh, Don Jeffries and Tony Atterburn. Um, that's it. That's all we got. All right. Don't burn the place down while I'm gone. Listen, if you have uh, you know any uh, any feedback, you know you know where to hit me. Though. The Infinite Fringe at gmail.com. All right. Thank you everybody for being here. We'll see you guys soon. 